In today's episode, we're talking about the concept of a rhythm nation that wants to heal the world. One of the least exciting cities in North America gets a big shout out from Janet Jackson. And we discuss a song whose title describes something that Frank and I have never had the courage to go on, but we're open to going on with one of our future Patreon subscribers. This is our discussion on Escapade by Janet Jackson on Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures. In over a hundred episodes, I can't believe that this is the first time that I am going to open with this phrase. Webster's defines escapade as an act or incident involving excitement, daring, or adventure. And I'm going to respond with the Oxford Learner's Dictionary definition of escapade. It says, it's an exciting adventure, often one people think is dangerous or stupid. Do we have the same idea for the opener <laughs> i do i got i got a yeah because i have another one from the uh cambridge dictionary that says an act involving some danger risk or excitement because <laughs> it's different from usual or expected behavior but i prefer the oxford learners uh, dictionary covering all that under stupid yeah okay so i'm waiting for you to ask me have i ever been on an escapade was well, that your next you? yeah basically well, here's what I have written down. I don't know if you can see this right there, but it says, have you ever been on an escapade, Frank? So you and I are doing the same thing. And so I wrote a whole bunch of question marks it's down. It's called hive thing. Yeah. Or that's hive right. mind or something. Yeah. We're now thinking in the same hive here. I wrote a couple of things down, like places I've gone to, but I've never truly gone on an escapade because I don't feel I... I'm trying to think if I've ever really taken chances. And I think I have a few times, but like most of my trips are very planned out because I'm genuinely terrified of the world around me. (laughs) Okay. So you wouldn't have lived in Janet Jackson's world in 1990. No, I wouldn't have. But had she come along to invite me on an escapade, I think I would have gone. I'm very similar to you. I haven't been very like super adventurous. Any sort of adventures I've gone on have been a planned same as you. Like I went to a surf camp for a week once. And this is adventurous, right? In the safety of all these instructors yeah. and yeah. these tiny little waves and the super large foam board that wouldn't hurt when it hit me when I was knocked off a wave and everything. And the water wings you were wearing in all those pictures. that too, yeah. (laughs) And I was trying to think of escapades we've gone on. If it counts as like going to a bunch of bars on the same street, I think that's about as crazy. Is a pub crawl an escapade? It was for us. Well, I think so, yeah. We've lived very, very sheltered lives, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Enough about our escapades. Let's talk about Janet Jackson's escapade. My goodness. Well, I mean, her life is kind of an escapade, at least in our um, worldview from reading into their lives. Of course, I guess if you read the right or wrong articles, you find out that she needed an escapade probably to get out of that family. Yeah. So obviously she came from the Jackson family. She was three years old when the Jacksons had their first big hit with I Want You Back. And so she probably then moved to LA pretty quickly after that. So she wouldn't have memories of Gary, Indiana much. No, I wouldn't think so. 
So her idea of, of an escapade, as a teenager, all she wanted to do was go to college and study business law. So she was like, no, I just want a normal life. This is me being different from the rest of the family. I'm going to study business law. And while she was dreaming of studying business law, I think she guessed it on at least different strokes, facts of life. Yeah. And uh, was it Good Times? The good Times yeah. she was on, yeah. So, and yeah, so she was on all of these shows wanting to study business law. Then her father, Joe, heard her sing. And I can just picture this. Like, there's no way a daughter of mine is going to go to college. You're going to be a singer. <laughs> That's right. And so she's thrust into that, well, into the music industry. She's already been acting a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a thing we have in common with Janet Jackson. We've both ended up in the sort of family careers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Me in the math biz, you in the... Well, the construction biz. Yeah. And then, uh, so Janet, I mean, we, we're we ready for an escapade. Yeah, we're kindred spirits here. Yeah, yeah. So she ends up releasing, I think, an album in 82. I think there's an, an early album. Is that, am I right on that? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, because her first like string of big albums started with Control in 1986. Right now, which is that her? That's that's probably her second or third album. Do you think first album '82 and it was self-titled Janet Jackson? Yeah, I'm just looking it up in front of me. And then she had Dream Street in '84. None okay. of these really make a big difference until her third album, Control, in '86. Yeah, and that's really kind of sets things up for her. She's 19 in 1986 so just trying to keep this all in perspective (laughs) because we're hitting up to rhythm nation 1989 and she is 22 22 yeah unreal so i mean control did really really well Mm -hmm. right and so she ended up with a number one hit her third single i think on there was her number one yeah what was what song was that her first number one was when i think of you do you remember that one not really no well let's hear it I remember this, yeah. When I Think of You is the first number one single she has, but yeah. before that she had, I think it was Nasty? The nasty? Mm. <laughs> it was a pleasure yeah. principle somewhere in there too. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not getting it all together, but she has a bunch of hits. Yeah. And then Rhythm Nation comes out three years later, which is a long time in terms of the world of music back in the 80s. I think yeah. you'd be moving things out quicker. But she was pretty determined to make the album she wanted to make. Yeah, and it was worth the wait. The one thing that this album has that Michael Jackson, none of his albums ever had, she had seven singles in the top five was crazy that's crazy michael jackson had seven singles in the top 10 from his thriller album but seven in the top five and she actually has sort of outperformed michael jackson in terms of like weeks on the top 100 yeah he's had more number ones Mm -hmm. and more top tens and all that but she's been on the charts longer yeah so she was ranked as number seven and he was ranked as number eight oh, for really? all time so she <laughs> actually surpassed her brother that's crazy and if i were to be honest with myself i think i would be more likely to play more janet jackson than michael jackson there's a couple of michael jackson songs i'd want to hear yeah but not a lot like in terms of the michael jackson oeuvre i don't really have a ton of songs i want to hear i mean i want to hear human nature every day but <laughs> that's different you wouldn't put heal the world on oh my goodness put that with breakfast at tiffany's 
<laughs> I'm uh, I'm Take curating notes. a mixtape right now. Okay. All right. All right. But anyways, back to this. Back, back to, to this. this. Here we go. Rhythm Nation, eighteen fourteen. She's twenty two. She wants to heal the world in her own way, doesn't she? So she's creating the album with the producers and everything. They're trying to come up with the name of the album, and she said something about a nation. A rhythm nation. The idea was to create this nation of rhythm without borders, without geography. It's all inclusive. But the 1814 part, that always threw me for a loop. And I it wasn't until I was researching this song, the 1814 came to light to me. That was the year that the Star Spangled Banner was written. It seems so silly to me that she would choose that as some great year. And as though the Star Spangled Banner was the ultimate example of rhythm. Doesn't it have bombs bursting in the air? Yeah, but I think it was more about unity and oh. patriotism and stuff like that. Her use of yeah. the song. Yeah. Not that it was a particularly rhythmic song. Right. I just found it hilarious she chose that song of all the songs. Like, there's other songs she could have picked. There's also a, another coincidence. And this is, they thought Janet Jackson did it on purpose. But she says, like, no, this was like, I didn't even think about that till you mentioned it. R is the 18th letter in the alphabet. And N is the 14th letter. Rhythm oh. Nation. I think she should go back and say that's why she picked it yeah. and not a, a national anthem when she's trying to get boundaries down and she's talking yeah. about a nas- national anthem. Yeah. Maybe she could do This Land Is Your Land. That's a banger by Pete Seeger. Now I'm getting all... <laughs> We're getting all folksy political folk, folksy here. Folksy political. I go on my uh, Marxist light over here. So, uh, so come on, Janet. It is kind of funny. I thought we were celebrating this song. You I know. Really angry I know. About I know. It. Well, I was reading about her talking about, you know, what music can do, and I get it. But it also sounds kind of funny. It feels very 1990. It also yeah. feels very Michael Jackson. Yeah. And his notions of what Heal the World are and we are the world and yeah okay i'm getting negative here yeah but i you know it's kind of like an escapade stupid <laughs> sorry <laughs> i <laughs> I love this song i really do i yeah. picked this song yeah i know right but michael jackson's weird we can state that yeah we can say that you want to have a question that i have written down for you he's going to say yeah. this for later <laughs> you're really excited about this aren't you if michael jackson or janet jackson asked you on an escapade which one would you go with oh janet <laughs> Okay. Michael Jackson's so weird. It yeah. Is, I just got to say this, and you can choose to keep or cut, but Janet Jackson seems so normal that it's yeah. even weird she was in the family. The, the Jackson 5 all seem kind of strange to me. Yeah. And she seemed like kind of normal. Yes. Even though she looked like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I know she was married to the DeBarge guy when she was in, like, what, 16? Yeah, she was super young, right? (laughs) I don't even want to know. It's the DeBarge darkness is too sad. But Janet, by now. Anyways, back to Rhythm Nation, 1814. Yeah. She chose the uh, year. Maybe, uh, I mean, I'm taking it kind of personally as a Canadian because that was the year the War of 1812 ended. That's true, yeah. Maybe she's talking about that. The war that we won. So we say, I think they, we won by not losing. America <laughs> won by not losing. Okay, so it's like, so what do we get out of it? Uh, I don't know. We Everything burned, stays the same. We burned the White House down, right? Yeah. And they burned Fort George. Did they burn Fort George? Yeah. I know they burned St. David's, the town I grew up in. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was all charred when you were growing oh, up. Yeah. yeah, you guys took a while to rebuild. We rebuilt Fort George, and it's become a landmark of Niagara-on-the-Lake. Yeah. And they rebuilt the White House, which just sounds like it's pretty famous. I hear about it once in a while, too. I think too. they just painted it white. From the charred yeah. <laughs> embers. We're going to get there. Okay. To the White House? I don't think we, we can become president, Bill. Back on track. Back on track. And <laughs> I, I'm telling it, I'm talking to you as though I got to get you back on track. 
<laughs> I need to rein you in. I got to rein myself in today. And I picked this song. I know, right? Rhythm Nation is so awesome. Do you remember when you first saw Miss You Much, the video, and it came out? And it was like, what's going on? It's in black and white. And it was kind of like all these actors. Yeah. And they were all like cool characters. Mm-hmm. And they, they're so um, nonchalant and everything. And Janet Jackson shows up and she can't stop smiling because she might be the worst actress ever. <laughs> I know she, she was on fame, though. Yeah, she was on, and she's on Poetic Justice, yeah. right? And almost won an Oscar, I think. I think so. Uh, it, it did really well. I've never actually seen it. I don't know why. And I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in the when we go through the video a little bit. But she cannot stop smiling in that video either. No. So I mean, she really pulls it off in the second video, Rhythm Nation, where she, either they cut away every time she started smiling or what. Mm-hmm. That sounded that was really serious too because it was yeah. black and white and it had the same vibe. Yeah. And so they created a real sort of world for Rhythm Nation. Yes. It felt so yeah. serious and so yes, absolutely it was, meaningful. I know the idea was this nation without borders and all this other sort of stuff. But the aesthetic that they put to it was like this totalitarian regime. <laughs> like yeah. the marching, the uniforms and yeah, the SM outfits and everything. Yeah, I'm like, this doesn't sound like a place I want to be until I heard Escapade. Well, yeah, exactly. And then I saw the video, which we'll get to later. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll talk about it. But this song is the third single. Yeah. We have Miss You Much, which is, which is its own thing. Mm-hmm. Really cool song. Yeah. Rhythm Nation, which was something totally other. Yeah. And so you got Miss You Much goes to number one. Rhythm Nation goes to number two. This one comes out as the third release, and it shoots up to number one. Yeah. And so now this is their third number one. Mm-hmm. It, it does feel different from the sort of picture we got of Rhythm Nation. Like, I didn't realize it was on Rhythm Nation because it didn't have the feel to me. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's the the other songs, like you said, Rhythm Nation, even Black Cat. I thought when it came out, Janet Jackson's gone heavy metal because there's these like searing guitar riffs in it. Uh, Like, I thought she was a pop star. She's a rock star now. Like, I don't understand this. Those two worlds didn't mesh in my mind at, at 13 years old. I hope at some point... We do Black Hat because that is one awesome tune. But anyways, <laughs> and it was back we're on back track. to back <laughs> on track. So, so back to Escapade. So when she wrote Escapade, she had another idea altogether. Okay. So she is a big Lakers fan. Yeah. And I don't know if you've read through this, that she would go to Lakers game and she heard the song she loved, which was... Okay, you're going to give me the name Martha Reeves and... The Vandellas. The song is... Nowhere to Run. And I remember Nowhere to Run, and I would be thinking that she would have grown up listening to this, but she actually grew up hearing it at Lakers games, and that's why she wanted to sing it. Oh, okay. And then her producers, Jimmy Jam and... Terry Terry Lewis. Lewis, Right. Jimmy Jam also goes by James Harris. I was looking through the... uh, Oh, Okay. But Jimmy Jam, will call him. Yeah. They said, hey, why don't we write our own thing? Which is a really good idea when you have publishing rights. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so Escapade is not like Nowhere to Run, but I guess it's the feel that she's feeling. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And I read that when the song came together, it was Janet was sitting in a room coming up with the lyrics. Jimmy Jam had this 24 track recorder and he hooked it up to a drum machine 
on like one hand, he was playing sort of the bass line. On the right hand, he was playing the melody. And it just kind of came together. Janet sang on it. And then that was about it. Like they were going to add to, add to, but they kind of kept it really simple. Like after the fact, they added another layer of music or something to yeah, it. I'm not keyboard, sure. Keyboard, bass, yeah. some bells. And that's what they say. But when I hear it, I'm like, I'm hearing lots of things. There's like the so synth much keys, going on. There's so much because they said we kept all the mistakes in it too. I'm like, mistakes? Yeah. You don't hear this. So this blew my mind because I love music. I am so clueless as to how talented musicians are. Like, they just sort of came up with this on the fly. And then they say, well, we just had her sing. We put things on a 24 track. I'm like, did you put things on all 24 tracks? Yeah, like, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> oh, man, it's so much work. But some people are just... Yeah, they well, they know what to do and they think musically. Yeah. I just know that I like this song. We like musically. Yeah. They also had this song title. That they gave to Janet Jackson, which was yeah. Escapade, because they had it in a book of song titles, which yeah. I love the idea that they just carry around a book of song titles. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They said, no one says Escapade anymore. Yeah, they liked it because it was like an old-timey word. Yeah, and so she writes lyrics to this, yeah. which probably means she writes the melody in a way. Like, she'd be getting the sounds. Yeah. But she's coming up with the lyrics, so she's yeah. probably coming up with the with the melody. Yeah, like how she's singing and everything. Yeah, yeah musically, they, they throw that behind it but yeah the the way that she sings and we'll get into this but there's a really interesting way of pacing that the song goes through yes oh and another thing that they added uh, they must have added in because i don't think he was in the room at the time when they were uh, recording this the finger snaps in it added by johnny gill who was in new edition at the time and then went on to do his own solo thing including rub you the right way and my 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 i love johnny gill The other thing about the song is it released in 1990. For some reason, I thought it came off of her 93 album, Janet. It doesn't feel like a song that was recorded in the late 80s, released yeah. in 1990. Yeah. And for all my talk that it doesn't belong in Rhythm Nation, there is still this sort of industrial feel to yes. it with those yeah. drums. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. So yeah. Listening closely, it's, it is part of that, but it does feel... Like it's part of a new generation. Yeah. Not like Pepsi. No. No, but like the Because that burns Michael's hair. Yeah. Man, Michael just keeps jumping in here. Leave us alone, Michael. So anyways, but like you said, just just this amazing, amazing song. Okay, well, let's take a look at interesting things that go on with this. Yeah. So the first 33 seconds of this song are just setting you up for the song. Yeah. Which is crazy. And it's a long song. It's almost five minutes long, but it doesn't feel long at all. Well, it doesn't because it takes 33 seconds before we get to the, uh. Wait, how many seconds? So you get that opening with the synth keys and the bells, and it's just kind of setting the mood before we get to the 17 second mark with those drums. Yeah, the drums. And you're absolutely right. It has that sort of industrial pop feel to it. 
But leading up to that, it's light and airy. It's fun. Yeah. It's just sort of on the breeze. It's yeah. like an escapade. It is. And then when those drums come in, I'm not sure what to make of yeah. the drums. Sometimes I don't like them as much as the rest of the song. Yeah. But the drums do drive the song. But what I like about it, and again, we're going back to the definition of, of escapade, which is something involving excitement, daring, or adventure. That light breeziness is there. It's just like, okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun trip. There's something almost sinister about the drums. Yeah. Which makes it dangerous. Yeah. And that's the daring part of the escapade. Very good. Give you A plus for that analysis. Yeah, I we just haven't came even got up with to the that lyrics. right off the top of my head. That's not even before the first word, I which know. is uh. Uh. <laughs> not like uh gross, but like uh. uh. You get the uh at around 34, 35 seconds. Yeah. I've just re looked at it again. I thought it was 33, not 35. Get your stuff together. Bro. Sorry, sorry. This is an accurate podcast. Okay. At around the 50 second mark is where she actually says the lyric. Yeah. Which is, as I was walking by, saw you standing there with a smile. Looking shy, you caught my eye. Thought you'd want to hang for a while. Is that the first verse? I think that... <laughs> that's. I think that's I mean, half of the first yeah, verse. Yeah, that's half the first. So it's a classic song move. I feel in the, the female song verse... If I may coin that phrase. I think you just did. The idea of the shy guy. And yeah. the, the girl wanting to come up to the shy guy and then kind of bring them out of their shell. You know, that's a universe I would like to live in. Well, we were both shy guys. Yeah. But uh, Janet Jackson never asked me on an escapade. Yeah. I guess we just never caught her eye. Well, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were in Niagara and she was in LA. So that's I true. Think there's, there's a distance thing there. And, you know, to be... Honest, you're still rebuilding St. David's from that awful tragedy in 1813 or 14. So those opening lines happen. The progression of the, the song seems pretty normal, but then... It's, well, I'd like to be with you. And you know, it's Friday too. I hope you can find the time this weekend to relax and unwind. But that pacing is just, it's very matter of fact. Oh, it is. It's and and you know when you finally read the lyrics, you're like, oh, that's what she's saying. Like, because you can come up with a bunch of different things she's saying, but like reading it over is like, is she saying to him, well, I hope you can find some time to relax this weekend. But then I look before is like, hey, come with me. I'd like to be with you. And you know, it's Friday too. Yeah. And of course, the joke that we read in other articles is that I don't think ever in Janet Jackson's world that Friday was like, hey, it's the end of the work week. Yeah. It's like, okay, Janet. Yeah. Get back to facts of life. You're going to be on there for another 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but that ties into the next part of the verse or, or second verse, I guess. Well, it's hard to know if it's pre-core because this is like part one and part two, verse one. Yeah. But there's nothing else like it in the song. They never come back to verses like this. This is a really yeah, interesting the, Yeah, the song. structure of it. Yeah. yeah, the structure is really tough. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what a chorus, pre-chorus, or bridge kind of is. Yeah. So 
this seems kind of like a pre-chorus yeah the next part because it's a bit of a shift yeah right because she says i want to relax and unwind and then we find the reason yeah i'll let you uh bring my it mind's us. tired i've worked so hard all week Ooh, all week i love that i have yeah. a smiley face next to it because it sounds so good i know right cash my check i'm ready to go i promise you i'll show you such a good time Here's the thing with good time. When she says good time... Does she mean the show? <laughs> it could be. And it also feels very G-rated, good time. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. I, she's not... They're like, going to an amusement park. Oh, for sure. They're going to be jumping in those balls. Like the ball pit, yeah. I, have you ever jumped in a ball pit? Yeah. Maybe when I was a kid. I haven't. We, okay, you totally did it in your 30s. Well, yeah, absolutely I did. Did you get kicked out of Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> I'm not allowed back, no. Okay, well, the court case is still up before. Yeah, exactly. I have a pretty good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amusement park, but it's not Michael Jackson's amusement park. It's one of those good amusement yeah. parks. Like, I don't know if it's like a Disney park, but it might be one of those like parks, those travel parks. Like a carnival. Yeah, like a carnival, but not scary carnival. Yeah, there's no clowns. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, I know there's a Mardi Gras feel in her video. Yeah. But Mardi Gras always feels scary to me. Or wild orchidy. We're going to a really fun time. Yeah. She's going to spend after, all her money yeah, on the after worst a long games. Week. Yeah, because she just cashed her check. So we're going to spend our money on the worst games. Yeah, like skee-ball or the ring toss or whatever. Which are designed to lose. Yeah, I have absolutely. actually a uh, engineer's YouTube video for kids that we could wa- watch or post. <laughs> yeah, post that okay. in the show Yeah, notes. of course, they're going to post it. No one's going to want to see this. No. We're ruining this good escapade yeah. with my whole stats with need to science. control. I know. I need to control because I'm still going back to the album before Rhythm Nation 1814. Control. What I have written here with that second part of the first verse or first part of the second verse or whatever we want to call this, that pre-course, there's similarities to nine to five. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But I was also thinking about it in the same sort of genre, time and everything as Shanice's I Love Your Smile. Because she talks about the end of the week and all that other sort of stuff. And she's with this guy and she really loves his smile. Yeah, that's right. It has that same feel, yeah. that sort of purity to it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I can use exactly. that word without yeah. it being a negative. Here we go. So let's talk chorus. Yeah. Come on, baby. Let's get away. Let's save our troubles for another day. Come go with me. We've got it made. Let me take you on an escapade. Let's go. Let's go. What I like about this is she's taking him on an escapade. So it's completely her driven. It's like, I need to get out, blow off some steam, have a good time. 
ring toss. Oh man, it's so good. Jump in that ball pit, that whole thing. I have chorus here with a question mark. It's like, is this now the chorus where they go the escapade where it feels like they're spelling it out? Yeah. And we'll have a good time. Yeah, that goes back to that pacing of that first verse, that yeah, S- yeah. escapade. Leave your worries behind. Well, you could be mine on it. Well, she just says an escapade. But I heard on an escapade. Yeah. That's what I heard originally. I mean, that's the end where she, you could be mine, where it does have the romantic sense. Yeah. Maybe they'll be going to one of those haunted houses where they hold Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, the jump scare happens and... Yeah, he holds her tight. No, he cowers to her. Oh, okay. I like that even better. Yeah. Okay, very good. Because he's a shy guy. He is. And then we jump back, right? We jump back to pre-chorus, kind of like, or I don't even know what that, yeah, I guess it's pre-chorus from My Mind's Tired. This has the same feel. So don't hold back. Just have a good time. Yeah. We'll make the, oh, I love this. We'll make the rules up as we go along and break them all if we're not having fun. I love that line, that idea. Just, we're making it up as we go along. And if it's not working, we'll just do something different. We'll just continue to make things up and we'll contradict ourselves as long as we're having a good time. She's a good songwriter. Yeah. And she's probably 20 or 21 when she yeah. wrote this. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Not even out of business school yet. <laughs> so she's, Business law. Oh, it's business law. Exactly. We make the rules up. I love the idea that she's making rules and then breaking rules because that's fun too. So make something yeah. to break something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. And everywhere on the these lyrics, I have written best part, question mark. <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> so many best parts. And so many best parts. Yeah. And this is different from so much in her catalog in a way. I feel this is kind of representative of a Janet Jackson fun song. Yeah. But it's also just a little more or a little different because the structure is so different. It's it's not going back to a verse. It seems like there's really only one verse or two verses right at the beginning. And it, it's a bit unconventional. Yeah. Like it, it goes back to that chorus over and over and over, but... Everything in between just seems to be a series of bridges to get us to the chorus. Oh, man. It's like you're in Venice or something with all the water. (laughs) (laughs) She's just going on and on. And Janet's out there on that uh, that gondola boat just singing. Yeah. And you're going to try to jump into that boat for the escapade. Yeah, exactly. Because that's going to be a fun time. Oh, man. You and I will miss or get a major concussion when we land on there. I'd believe that those canals would be full of bacterium and whatnot. Oh, my goodness. So if you miss that boat, you're going to the hospital with some sort of staph infection. This is why we don't go on escapades. Exactly. They're terrifying. (laughs) They're so dangerous. Yeah. So when we get to more chorus time with her, the best part comes up. My favorite part is the ooze. It's oh, all the yeah, extra yeah, yeah. stuff she yeah. adds to it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, I know, right? I can't say enough about the ooze, which makes the whole song. And then things get kind of weird. Yeah, there's a, a musical bridge or interlude, right? So why don't you imagine of all the places in the world that you'd go on an escapade, of all the cities you could go in North America to, yeah. she chooses Minneapolis. And the only reason has to be 
for Prince. Well, that was what I was wondering when you listened to the song and then I started researching it. It's like, okay, was Prince one of the writers? It wasn't even recorded at Prince's studio, but it was recorded in Minneapolis. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense then. Yeah. I mean, it does sound a bit princey. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But it was uh, recorded at Flight Time Studios. Oh, interesting. Because I wonder how Michael felt about this because he and Prince weren't really um, friends. Yeah. Do you know uh, originally Bad was supposed to be a duet between Prince and Michael Jackson? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And so Prince was like, no way, because Michael Jackson's line was, your butt is mine. And he goes, my butt is not his. <laughs> Something like this. <laughs> they hated each other. So that, that's why. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's but, like Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> the new Brandy and Monica would have been Michael and, and Prince. Prince. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it is so weird. Yeah. But I love that she shouted Minneapolis. I love to think she's thinking of Prince. Yeah. Because she's her own person. She's not yeah. stuck in whatever Michael's whole yeah. thing is. Yeah, she's not under Michael's thumb. No. But then after the Minneapolis, there's this throw-off line of, come on! But it sounds like a cartoon character or an yeah. anime character or yeah. something like that. Come on, you're going on an escapade. Exactly, right? And we get back to the sort of escapade. They go back through all this stuff. But then we get the background whispering sort of thing where it's like, my mind's tired. I've worked so hard, worked so hard all week. I just got paid. We've got it made, ready to go. I promise. And then suddenly she comes to the foreground. Yeah. I promise you, I'll show you such a good time. Yeah. Holy cow, that whole entire section blew my mind every time I heard it. Like, I forgot about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. this is such a fun song. Like I said, it's almost a five-minute song, but it doesn't feel five minutes. I listened to it about five or six times in a row, but I didn't get sick of it. It was always fun. You're always hearing new, interesting things in the song. Yeah, it still holds up. Yeah. Here's what doesn't hold up to me, the video. You didn't like the video? No. Do you like the video? I enjoyed it. The comment on it that I that I really liked was that it included Janet Jackson's trademark intense choreography. It did, I guess, but it's like choreography for then. But when I watch it now, I'm like, oh, it doesn't really look like great dancing to me. It looks pretty telegraphed. Yeah, but I like the video because it has that carnival feel to it. It looks like it's in probably Mexico, just because early on there's the one character who's coming out of a cantina and it says Cerveza painted on oh, the wall. okay. I, th I was wondering if it was supposed to be in the Sahara or something. Like, is this a desert town? Is this a desert place? No, because it was like a dirt roads and everything. So it's small town carnival. It just looked fun to me. And Janet was having a blast. She's having a blast. Uh, I have written here, what's with the shining masks? I guess I took it a different way. <laughs> I didn't trust anyone I saw. But you're right. It was like kind of Mardi Gras. It's carnival. It's 
this sort of adventurous sort of feel to it. it yeah. That's what the masks are about, I'm guessing, right? Like, the, who's behind the mask? Eyes yeah. wide shut. There's a bunch of soldiers with, like, automatic rifles walking around. Yeah, Rhythm Nation. Bill. What is going on? Rhythm Nation. She tears down boundaries but still leaves in people to shoot people? You need a standing military, Bill. If I've learned anything <laughs> from, glo- from, like, global uh, politics, it's you need a standing army. I feel like the Jacksons, for all their talk of these borders, like to dress as soldiers. The, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they did. I have written a couple things down. Not so sure about the dancing. Feel like she felt out of place to me. Like it just felt like everyone else was of the moment and she's out there grinning. She's going in, joining. So that's her escapade. She's going and enjoying herself in someone else's sort of uh, party. But there's this totally smoldering dude who's got about three or four shots and he looks over to her and like, okay, this guy seems like he might have been in the Madonna video, Take a Bow. Okay. But he never gets to take a bow with Janet. I'm like, are you going to take him on an escapade? He doesn't look shy. No. He looks like he doesn't have any problems with shyness. No. But where's the shy guy? The guy with the monkey mask that I saw in the rooms in The Shining? Probably. Oh my goodness. Well, that's why he wears a mask because he's shy. Super disappointed in the video. I felt like... The Shining or... Mm, yeah no i don't want to watch the shining again either okay. but this one was like oh i wanted to be like the runaway video do you remember the runaway yeah. video where she's jumping over bridges and yeah, she's yeah, got yeah, the yeah, yeah. nose ring attached to a, a gold thing to her ear and yeah, i'm like yeah. oh this is what an escapade looks like and i was yeah. so disappointed to find out that it was not escapade but runaway and i mixed up the videos maybe that's the issue but um i was um disappointed yeah I enjoyed the video. Like I said, I watched it five times in a row. So Okay. I watched it once and I watched Runaway a few times in a row. And then I put on <laughs> Escapade and then turned down the volume on Runaway. Like, <laughs> this is the better Did it video. line up? Yeah, I did. Well, you know what? I like that version of Janet Jackson. I yeah. just feel like she was, seems more free to me. But this was like the free song from that album. That's true. Very true. I'll let it go. You and I will have to agree to disagree on this video like we often do or almost never do or agree or disagree sure okay all right uh i want to go back to uh escapade rules what rules would you make slash break for an escapade (laughs) (laughs) okay we need to get out on an escapade we do like that that was very sort of textbooked what my question there? Yeah, your question. I know. See, I can't get in on escapade. I like the idea of that Patreon thing that we never set up. Yeah. That's like oh, an what? escapade. An escapade. Oh, people get paid to hang out with us. Oh, but they pay and then they take us on escapades. Oh, yeah. They'd have to plan everything. Would anyone pay for that? Or do we have to pay on our own Patreon? <laughs> okay. We're going to pay someone $100 to take us on an escapade. Take us on an escapade. Reach out. Uh, you, you could go to our Patreon page, but it's probably not up yet. The one story I thought of, and it wasn't an escapade that I myself went on. It was back in the early 2000s. And this predates when I had a cell phone. So actually none of us, none of our friends had cell phones. In the spring, the NHL playoffs were going on. A bunch of our friends were hanging out and they were thinking, Toronto's playing Carolina in the in the playoffs right now. The last game in Carolina, it didn't look sold out at all. So let's get into a car. We're going to drive to Carolina. And this predates like Ticketmaster on the internet and everything yeah, yeah. too. So it was the evening, like Friday evening or something. So they got a van, like one of one of the guys, their parents' van. They all piled in, going to drive to Carolina, get tickets and go to the playoff game. They made it to Washington. And that's when Ticketmaster opened. They called Ticketmaster. The game was sold out. So they sat in Washington, like fell asleep in the park for 
a couple hours and then drove home. They still talk about this sort of uh, adventure that they went on 20 years later. It didn't really come to fruition like they had planned, but it was just, nope, this is an adventure. We're going to go on this. And what I loved about it is we have another friend. He was saying like that year, it's just like, we need to do more spontaneous things and do things and go out and just have fun. So they called Jason up and he said like, oh, I don't know. Like, what's your plan B to this? Like, that's the opposite of spontaneous. So he didn't go on this adventure. You know, it was a bit of a disappointment in the sense that they didn't go to the playoff game, but they had this great fun little adventure. It has the has this story. I wasn't on it, unfortunately, because I think I was hanging out with you. Like, <laughs> And as you know, I'm a planner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And to Jay's credit, he did create the Summer of Jay, yes. which involved a lot of things I didn't get involved in because they're too crazy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking back to the stories, like I didn't have a cell phone, but I did have a beeper. You but had a beeper? I had a beeper, but no one called me on it because no one understood how beepers worked. And I didn't understand how a beeper worked, but I had a beeper. Oh my goodness. I didn't know this. All these years of friendship. I could have called your pager. Yeah, And exactly. then you could have called me. Yeah, exactly. I could have found a payphone, got hepatitis C by putting it up to my <laughs> ear, and then uh, made plans to go to the same bar we always went out yeah. to. But, so I just needed to call your parents' number, though, and talk to your mom, and she'd give the phone over to you. <laughs> but in case I wasn't home. Oh, right, right. Like, just call Frank's beeper. He must be downstairs. But the whole reason I got the beeper, my brother got it for me because he was tired of taking messages for me. (laughs) That's fantastic. The only escapade I had thought of, which was a planned out escapade, which was totally phony, was me and the our other Jay friend, Jay Code. Yeah. I was going to go to Egypt. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we were going to call David Lee Roth to join us on an escapade. Yeah. And then we thought it might have been a really bad idea because we weren't sure how crazy David Lee Roth is. Yeah. I'm still open for an escapade. Yeah. I needed to get this done. I mean, it's a different time of life, so it might have to be like a few hours in an afternoon. As long as you're home early enough to get a nap in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a mini escapade. Yeah. All right. How about some categories here, Frank? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael Bolton escapade. What type of escapade would he take us on when he covers his song? Oh, it'd be a, it would be a sexy escapade. Yeah. It'd be on the seas. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like a cruise ship, but like a schooner. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. with sails and all that other sort of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's nowhere to run if you don't like his cover of the song. Yeah. <laughs> so, he combines those elements. Yeah. All right. So, there we go. Michael Bolton. We're not even going to ask. Of course, he's going to cover this for his Great American Songbook, Volume 8. Yeah. Well, like I said, he has the timeless, the classics uh, yeah, exactly. series, right? So Yeah. Why didn't he choose this? I he's got to get to the 80s at some point. At some point. Exactly. Yeah. I went through some covers. Okay. Actually, no. I went through some cover. Okay. I found one. One cover. On a tribute album to okay. Janet Jackson called Dear Janet by these like alternative people. Oh. Can I say alternative people? Like they do alternative music. Oh, okay, alternative, okay. Like it's it's a um it, let me play it for you actually. It's missing the fun. Come on, baby, let's get away. Let's save our troubles for another day. Come go with me, we got it made. Let me take you on an escapade. Let's go. 
there's there's an element of coffee house cool to it and it's lacking something like there yeah. is this sort of like joy yeah you can tell they they like the song and they yes. love janet but what she brings to it is that consistent smile as she yeah. sings yeah and you i can don't tell th- that they're not smiling yeah and she's not ironic yeah and so th- th- she doesn't do that she's part of a rhythm nation and this it's enjoyable, but it's, uh, you know, it's tough. This yeah. Janet it's, it's, yeah. No, it doesn't. If this is a 10, yeah. that covers a six. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this because I think we're going to do lots of Janet Jackson songs. That's why I didn't. We didn't jump into the whole Janet Jackson story. And yeah, there, there's so much to talk so about. So much to talk about. We'll, you know, sort of sprinkle it in yeah. with every episode. This is celebration time. Yeah. Okay, quick question for you. Is this song just a Hallmark movie? Is there an it escapade? Might be. It could be. It could be the sort of... Well, it'd definitely be the sort of climax scene. It could be an entire movie. In another way, because the escapade could be taking this guy out of L.A. and bringing him to somewhere in North England. Yeah. Or wherever they do New these. England. New England? New England. Do you don't want to go to North England? North England. You don't want to go straw dogs on this, No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to New England. Even better. Safer. This could be like sort of beginning of the second act where the couple gets together and they finally go out on this like fun exciting date and then there's some sort of tension drama in the second act and then the third act is you know finally them getting back together it could and then miss you much should come up at the oh end. Yeah. yeah yeah good call there we go there we go we got a hallmark movie yeah instead of us coming we came up with one together yes here. yeah we don't need to compete every time no we don't because mine are usually better but yeah. you know Fair enough. Yeah. I was trying to look at what was going on around the world in 1990. Yeah. But I mean, we talked about this before. You have like the Berlin Walls kind of come down. Yeah. You got the Soviet Union changing where they're now voting for a president. Yeah. And then you also have this like revolution. I think it's in Latvia where they call it the singing revolution. There's a whole bunch of things going on around this time. And we're in grade seven, I think, and clueless to the world around us. Meech Lake Accord is about to fail. None oh, yeah, yeah. care here in Canada. I swam in Meech Lake. Oh, did you? Yeah. My aunt lives in Ottawa, and I was on a family vacation, and this is like shortly after the accord happened, and we went to a beach on Meech Lake. Meech Lake Beach. Beach Lake. Meech Beach. That might be the most interesting story you've told in this entire <laughs> podcast history. <laughs> but I went swimming in Meech. I thought that was something interesting. It is. You know what? And it's like for any listener outside of Canada, they have no clue what yeah, we're talking about. <laughs> Most of our listeners inside of Canada have no idea what we're talking about. Either way, about. Newfoundland just said, forget it. And then yeah. everyone else followed suit, yeah, I yeah. think, at least what I read up on today. Yeah. I know we got rid of acid rain at one point, but Meech Lake was a lake too far to cross. Yeah. Okay. Did you, uh, did you come up with a mixtape? No, actually, I didn't. Of course, I can't make okay. a mixtape. And I'm so interested in our crossover here. Because okay. there, to me, is the most obvious song. But I'm curious if you caught it or not. So tell me about your okay. mixtape. So my mixtape, because this is a song about an adventure, getting away. Yeah, yeah. So these are songs about all about getting away. Okay, good. Nothing like what I'm going to okay. do, too. Yours were all ice capade songs or? <laughs> yeah, love the ice capades. Yeah. So it starts with Leaving on a Jet Plane by Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah. 
Come Sail Away by Styx. Awesome. Magic Carpet Ride, Steppenwolf. Okay. Mexico, James Taylor. And then we go with Run Away With Me, Carly Rae Jepsen. Ah, there we go. That was on my list. All right, good. Okay. And then I finish it off with Rome by the B-52s. Perfect. Okay, this is going to shock you. My mixtape is about songs about getting away. (laughs) So you took one of mine, but that's okay. So I'm going to switch things up a bit because, uh, you know, once one song gets pulled out, the whole order has to be shifted. So I'm going to start with a Minneapolis song, Let's Go Crazy by Prince. Okay. I figured when you go on Escapade, you go crazy, but not too crazy because there's rules. But you know what? You can go crazy because you know what you get to do on that trip? Break all those rules. Exactly. Speaking of breaking rules, talk about a song I think we're going to feature sooner than later, I'm guessing. Rupert Holmes' Escape, the Pina Colada song. That almost made it onto mine, but yeah, it uh, did not. (laughs) Okay. Next up, Holiday Madonna. Okay, yeah, yeah. It has a feel that fits right into this. Yeah. Wild Night, John Mellencamp, covering Mm -hmm. um, Van Morrison. And then, you know, I'm going to go with a night that could go really badly, but I'm interested in the story. One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. (laughs) Yes. Right. Okay. So the other Carly Rae Jepsen song that I almost put on, which you could use, I'll let you use on yours. Uh, Same album, Let's Get Lost. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Okay. Ends with Let's Get Lost by Carly Rae Jepsen. Perfect. Patriot saint of our podcast. (laughs) I mean, hey, Janet. I mean, you're no doubt a mentor to the... The great Carly Rae. I'd love to hear Carly Rae Jepsen do a cover of this song. Might be time to think about that, Carly. Yeah. Basically, she could sing anything and I'd love it. So, you know, there's that too. Well, we want to thank you for joining us for our little uh, trip, little trip that breaks all the rules. Hey, what do you, what do we call this in your definition book, there, Frank? An escapade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, try not to say that word. Oh, okay. Yes, thanks. Okay, fine, Frank. An escapade. Yes. Well, I just want our listeners to know that we like being with you, and you know what? Even if it's not Friday too. We hope you can find the time, maybe this weekend, to relax and unwind with Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures.